Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this little thing. I've really enjoyed today's show. I've it's, really enjoyed today's show. It's been fun and it's been varied, isn't it? It has been. However, I'll tell you right now, as I stand here, uh, two things have really irritated me about it. Okay. Uh, and that is we've talked about pizza. Yep. Uh, we've talked about balaclavas, which uh-huh. has mean people have been tweeting pictures of a baklava. Oh, I love baklava. Is it baklava? And you put the two things together, you've got uh, a main and you've got a dessert there. And as a result, I am so hungry. Because this is a brutal show. I mean, every show at different parts of the day, time around, you know, Absolute Radio have got their own difficulties, but... To be to be talking when you should really be sat down having your tea. Yes. Which is essentially what this show is. It's easier for you podcasters because you're listening at whatever time you want. You can probably have you. your dinner and then sit down and listen to the podcast. As my nan would have said, you don't know you're born. Whereas Pizza for me and, and Richie, baklava, that's what I want right now. Not to be talking to you. Send them into the show, please. Here is the show. I'd love, by the way, before the podcast starts, I would love somebody to attempt to send by post a baklava to this show. You see, I normally call it baklava. What is, how do you actually say it? Baklava. I say baklava. You're northern. <laughs> Get clarification on that. Send it in the post. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. It's keen on Home Time, Bush and Richie, Absolute Radio, Wednesday evening. Uh, this show, I'm sure, helps you every single day. It's going to help you a damn sight more tomorrow. Our guest on the show, Paul McKenna. Oh, yes. Mm. The Mindfulness Man. More about that later on. Meanwhile, I don't know about you, I love uh, finding discarded items in the street. There's something weird about street stuff. The weird thing about it is that every discarded item, it's been discarded for a reason. There's a story behind it. There's a story behind every item. Why has it been placed there? Like, for example, you might have asked yourself on the way to work, why is that single shoe on top of that wall? (laughs) But they're the kind of things that you find in the street. And and I think I've seen the best uh, combo of items in my entire life up until this point, this morning on the way to work today, right? And I would love to know the story behind this. God's honest truth. If you have a look on our Twitter page, I took a photo of it there and then because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh, This morning in Leon C, just by um, a little park bench, which is near the church on the way down to the hill to the train station, I saw, adjacent to each other on the floor, a box of protective eye goggles... Okay, so the stuff that you'd be made to put on if you're about to use a Bunsen burner in science at school. CDT, that kind of thing. CDT, that kind of thing. So a box of them, so with one pack in them, Uh, an upside-down cocktail glass that you might have a margarita in or a martini, and then here's the real clincher, a pair of flippers. Like, (laughs) flippers that you would go, like, diving in or something like that. So just to recap, protective eye goggles... Uh, upside-down cocktail glass pair of flippers. What is the story there? I'm just going to back Andy up here. Obviously, I did not see those, but I am looking at the picture on the Absolute Radio Twitter. I'm verifying he's not making these up. Those are the three items. They're clustered together. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like three different people have dropped them. It's all been left by the same person. Uh, Aaron Wallace says, seems like a normal night out to him. (laughs) Uh, Ian says, is it Trago? (laughs) It's not Trago. You could get them in Trago. So for the sake of the story behind this, if we're going to try and work out what's happened those three items one final time yeah so the three items are a protective pair of eye goggles upside down cocktail glass and a pair of flippers absolute radio they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometime podcast with bush and richie 
Uh, I've seen some very unusual stuff recently, in particular this morning on the way into work. Three items that uh, were definitely left together. And I just want to know what the story is, and they are protective eye goggles, upside-down cocktail glass, and this is the real weird one, a pair of flippers that you might go swimming in. What's the story? You say they're the weirdest, but I would come back at you and say, because you've spotted these in Leon C, where you live, uh-huh. on C being the, uh, the pertinent two words here, I'd say that the flippers are the most credible thing. You see, because the... someone's just come in from the sea. Or swam over from Kent. <laughs> it's better over here, mate. Get I, yourself over. I put it to you, I think what's happened here is some kind of sailor... DCI who, Firth. ..who lives on a boat... Right. ..has been toasting some good marks that has been received at an evening class where they've been learning how to make... Like furniture out of discarded metal or something <laughs> or other. I never suspected the night school sailor haberdashery angle. <laughs> it's, just, it's, good. it's just what I see from those items. Mate, I'm not ruling it out. I'm writing it down in the little uh, notebook as we speak. <laughs> uh, Joan Collins, good name. Actually, John Collins. Sorry about that. That's <laughs> very different. Did he used to play midfield for Everton? Uh, and Fulham. Yes, good player. Anyway, he says Paul Gascoigne's picnic hamper. Thanks, John. Uh, Ian Moore says. James Bond having cocktails on a boat in the Thames has swum back to Essex after a spot of drilling, obviously, because obviously he's got the goggles. Steve, I've got to watch out for these. Steve says badges, mate, not to be trusted. Who knows what weird stuff they're up to with that lot. It's not badges, and it ain't Trago. 8, 12, 15 for your comments, and we've got Pulp next. Pulp time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Now, on the street this morning, I found three discarded items uh, all together. So they've been dropped by the same person. I'd love to know what the story is. Uh, if you've missed it earlier on, protective eye goggles, a, a cocktail glass and a pair of flippers that you go swimming with. Thank you for your suggestions. Chris says it's a standard night out for Bono. Uh, John says it's a cocktail, safe sex on the beach. <laughs> See what he's done <laughs> yes, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're nowhere near any form of working out what it is. Linda is starting now sending a photo of some of the things that she's found on her road. I can't repeat it because it's quite X-rated. But I've seen the picture. It proves that you can find some weird stuff. You can find some weird stuff. Want to hear about the things that you found? And there is a story behind anything. I've found something, uh, and I'm, I'm now playing a little game kind of with myself, actually, on this. Okay. Before Christmas, got home one evening, discovered that uh, one of my gloves had fallen out of my coat pocket. Oh, damn. So, consequently, you then have to chuck the other glove. Who needs one random glove? A couple of days later, as we're walking into the high street with the kids, my, my daughter goes, Oh, Dad, look, it's your glove. And there it is, on the street. My glove from a couple of days ago that had fallen out of yeah. my coat pocket. And someone had done what you do do with that kind of thing. They picked it up and put it on, like, a... Uh, it was actually on the, the side of someone's gate to their, their path up the to The universal place to put someone that's a lost wallet or yeah. a lost child's glove or a grown-up's glove. Gatepost. Yeah, exactly. Got gatepost to put on a gatepost. some kind of fence. But here's the thing. It's been there now for two months. Why didn't you, why didn't you just pick it up? Well, there's no need for me to pick it up because I'd chuck the other one. So but it's, it's now your, it's your glove. <laughs> it is my glove, but it's useless to me because I chucked the other one because I thought I'd lost that glove. So now I'm playing a game to see how long my glove is going to be on that fence post, and we're at about two months. Who in a million years doesn't just go and pick that glove up? Me. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's an experiment. And so when was this? When did when did you first see it? We're talking about two months ago now. All right, so this is two months ago and Still counting. there, yeah. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> entire life. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. 
Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Just ticked into 47 minutes gone of today's show. I'd have to say it's ticking over quite nicely, despite the fact that a rift of trust has opened up between the two of us that are hosting this show together. What, what, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Now, what are you this, talking this, about? This is about the fact that in the last week... Now twice it has turned out that you have been following me. I haven't I haven't been following you. <laughs> Let me present the facts as to what's been going on here. Okay, so just uh, just about a week ago as we leave at 7 o'clock it turns out yeah. that on a 10 minute walk uh, from here to Tottenham Court Road tube station Bushy was following me at around about 150 meters behind but at no point did you go Hey, Rich! Hey! Or did you try to, to, to jog on and catch up with me and chat? You decided you'd hang back yeah. and observe what I do without me even knowing about it. I just got to that point. Sometimes in life, I just want like a bit of my own peace of mind. And, but, I, I, and I'm not ready to talk to people. Is that maybe a bad person? But here's the thing. Today, actually coming into work, walking to the radio station, once again, you find yourself about 50 yards behind me, walking down Carnaby Street yeah. as we head to work. <laughs> and you haven't even seen me yet on this day. You kind of think, once again, I'm going to hand back and I'm going to observe him and see what he's up to. What, what is your motive? Why do you not want to catch up and chat to me? Well, I did, when it happened the other night, I was like, oh, hold on a minute, that is Richie. That's Richie just ahead of me. Because sometimes I, I, we end up going via the same way home yeah. or whatever. And then I just thought, you know what, I'm quite tired. I thought, well, maybe you're quite tired as well. Maybe I'll just listen to my iPod and listen to my audiobook and that'll be fine. So then I, I hung back a little bit. Does anyone else have this where you just, you're not ready to talk to people yet? <laughs> you know, I'm quite like this in the evenings going back and first thing in the morning. For me, my idea of hell is bumping into somebody I know on the commute, on your journey to or from work. That would be a nightmare. So let's get straight. I don't have to have any paranoia of you kind of thinking... Right, what's going on this this shifty man that I work with here? I did feel really bad because I'm quite a fast walker, and as we got into Tottenham Court Road tube station, you, you were going go my legs. You were going quite slowly during the tu- in the tunnel. I don't walk fast, so I had to then slow my pace up because I thought, well, I can't now just suddenly bump into you now because you'll have known that I've been behind you for ages. So it did get a little bit weird. I'll be honest with you. I'll hold my hands up. I have a slow gait. <laughs> you have a slow gait. I do, but maybe there's other people out there who do this where they've actually. Even though you love that person and you're friends with them and stuff like that, and normally, given any other circumstances, it'd be great to spend time with them, but you've hidden from somebody that you know for whatever reason. You're clawing it back. Maybe there's one other person. Just, I'll take one other person out there. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Do you know, the one where I was, again, I, I wasn't following you, I just ended up behind you. <laughs> sounds, oh, right, what's that then? Sounds like a court defence. <laughs> um, I, I felt really bad. I thought, oh, God, it, this guy, I thought you're going to turn off at some point, but we went all the way into the tube station together. Eight, I did feel bad. 8 12, bad. 15 to text. Bush was really waiting to see if you're going to take any pictures of trains. That would have been interesting. We're just asking, have you ever hidden from a friend? Maybe you're tired, you don't feel like chatting yet. Heather says, look, guys, I'll be honest, I'd rather walk the long way round to avoid speaking to someone in the morning and have to sit and make conversation. The only thing I want to do is immerse myself in misery and my headphones. She clearly listens to our podcast. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 for your comments. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running. Every little helps. 
There is a little bit of a rift on the show. Uh, as you may have heard before, Five, if you were with us at the end of the No Repeat Guarantee, uh, Bush has been following me now twice. Twice oh. in a week he's followed me on separate occasions. Do you know what? The one thing when I, when I was behind you by accident, let's call it behind by accident, B... Behind by... Yeah, BBA. Uh... <laughs> You didn't look behind you once. I could have followed you all the way back to your house and where, and you wouldn't have even checked. That's because I have nothing going on in my, going on in my life that makes me paranoid. Are people following me? You've got no peripherals going on. It says more about on. you than it does about me, my friend. It probably one. does. It probably <laughs> does. But, you know, have you ever hidden from a mate? Uh, Carrie has. How are you doing, Carrie? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. I need to ask you a question. First off, I need your verdict. Is he snooping? Is he following me? Or is he just, is he just needing his own headspace? Just needs his own headspace. It's perfectly normal. Yeah, phew. I was wondering, then I was worried whether I'm just a weirdo. Uh, Carrie, do you do stuff no, like this? No, paranoid. Take your, what's your take on it? What do you do? I wear glasses or contact lenses, and if I don't want to be bothered with people, I go without. If I can't see them, I can't speak to them. <laughs> I love that logic. That's a great approach. If you can't see them, you can't speak to if them. If you're not wearing your glasses, you don't exist. Yeah, and I, I can't make eye contact because I can't see if they're looking back at me. It just works. Okay, and like, because I do feel quite bad. I, I felt bad when I could. I was following Richie for, for nearly fifteen minutes the other night, uh, but I just was so That's tired. So creepy. I just didn't want to talk. I was just really tired. Uh, you know, do people understand this, or do you think people think that's weird? What's your take on it, Carrie? It, it depends. If, if you need your own headspace regularly, um, I'm the go-to person at work. So I'm I'm constantly approached at work. So when I leave work, I need at least half an hour to just download and recentre. Yeah, do you know what you need, right? Remember that. Remember back in the olden days when you were on chat rooms, there was a thing called AFK, which was away from keyboard. <laughs> and you didn't, no one expected a response from you. We need that, but in real life, maybe a vest, high-vis vest. Can we go for one of those? I guess the only thing in your defence yeah. is, on one of those occasions, you just spent three hours in a room with me. Yes. So maybe you really <laughs> did need your headspace. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. The Absolute Radio 90s return again tomorrow at five smash mouth walking on the sun. It's home time. Uh, we are asking this question have you ever hidden from a friend? Sometimes you just don't want to feel like being chatty with people. I love the way you've managed to paraphrase this. <sighs> have you ever hidden from a friend? Uh, this has come from the fact that you've you've stalked me twice in one week. Stalking is outwardly going out of your way to try and follow someone around. I, I, you happen to be walking the same way as me and I just hung back a bit because I was quite tired. Interesting. <laughs> We've got Joe on the phone. Uh, Joe, where are you from? And I'm in Wakefield. All right, awesome. Now, this situation of me, uh, uh, let's be honest, hiding from Richie the other night when we were walking home, uh, what's your angle on this? Uh, well, I've done it. You are another person who practises this this horrible habit. Yes, I'm afraid so. Okay. Who to? Who what to? have you done? Um, I avoided my dad. <laughs> <laughs> your own father. Wow, that is next level. Father. Tell us about the situation where you avoided your dad then. So I'd gone to, he lives in a seaside resort in Yorkshire, and I'd gone to visit with my partner and my son. We were there for just a couple of days, and we just really wanted a time to ourselves. So I didn't tell him that we were going. And then we were in the town centre, and I saw him walking towards us, and obviously nearly died. So I had to, like, shuffle everybody into the shop. And then it cost me money. It cost me money because my son wanted to buy things from the shop then, so... Oh, oh yeah. Joe. So that's the split-second decision. I understand your problem with this, because you can't then just suddenly bump into your dad, because he'll be like, why didn't you tell me you were visiting? So you then had to exactly. dive out of the yeah. way. Do you feel bad about it, or is it just one of those necessities in life? 
I think it's just one of those necessities in life sometimes. I feel bad for asking this question because obviously I've had it done to me by a co-host and friend. <laughs> um, but it must have been quite exhilarating to suddenly have to hide as a group like that and get away with it. Did you come away from that situation thinking, do you know what, I could actually be a spy? Um, no. <laughs> oh, I thought thinking on your feet like that is good skills, <laughs> but well done. It's good to see you're not the only one. Yeah, I just thought, let's get the heck out of Dodge. That's what I thought. I'm sure your dad would be over the moon with let's get the heck out of Dodge. <laughs> Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, no matter what your job is, it just so happens that I happen to be on the radio, but no matter what your job is, it can be distracting if you get some kind of WhatsApp from home yes. uh, during your workday uh, that is about something that is pretty major. Oh, blimey. When I left the house this morning, my, my one thing to my wife was, please can you make sure that Rocco doesn't go anywhere near the Xbox, I'm downloading something. So I've left it on. Yeah. Please, please, please just keep an eye, because the Xbox is stored at kind of toddler height. Okay, so it's perfect for him to have a little play with. Yeah, yeah. And when it, when it's left on and it's downloading, obviously you've got that, that bright white light. So is it a systems update? Or you, oh, oh, did you go for Red Dead Redemption, the really no, cool no. cowboy game or whatever? Uh, it's, uh, sadly, and it's immaterial to this story, okay. it's neither of those. Because I, I thought, just by you your initial part on this, that you seem to be skirting around the issue as to what you were downloading. I... Have a game on my Xbox called Train Sim World. Right. And I'm downloading a new route uh, for the Cross Pennines route. You are out of control. <laughs> <laughs> this man's out of control. But it's going to take the day to download, and I was looking forward to getting home and yeah. to be able to drive a fictional train across the Pennines. So it's, 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 this is a brand new, you get different routes then, yeah, that you can buy in like a, an add on pack. Is Correct. That what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so this is your main thing that you've been looking forward to this evening then? I've had a WhatsApp. Rocco's just touched the Xbox button. I'm really sorry. I did tell him off. What shall I do? Do I turn it back on? Oh, no. I don't know enough about them as to whether if if it's been turned back on, whether the download will resume, but it's ruined my evening. Imagine that, a glitch in the Pennines, all the mountains are gone, or something like that. <laughs> You're not taking this seriously. I banned touching the Xbox. There was a ban in place. And that's your evening ruined. That's the evening ruined. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Richie, I want you to tell everyone what the name is of the piece of content that you've tried to download this afternoon. <laughs> it is it's, three, two, one. Uh, the brand new Trans Pennine route for my Train Sim World train simulator on my Xbox. Unbelievable. Do you think that this glitch in you trying to download it is life teaching you an important lesson? Maybe it is. Uh, my nearly 11-month-old son has turned off the Xbox whilst he's toddling around the lounge whilst it was downloading, ready for me to have a little fictional drive. A little scamp. When I get home, can I thank the gaming community who have been in touch? Yeah, you've had <laughs> a lot of support on <laughs> yeah. this, haven't you? It looks like as long as my wife turns the Xbox back on, it will continue the download. Isn't it weird how technology changes? I remember my cousin Chris from Liverpool who's like... Near 
nearly 30 now. Back in the day, I remember there was a big family scandal up in Merseyside because he stuffed a jam sandwich in his dad's video recorder. Oh, wow. And now I guess what Rocco's doing to... In the year 2019, the current thing for kids to destroy stuff is to stop a downloaded content mid-download. Mid you know Little what I mean? note to Microsoft as well. My wife has said that she's now put a cover in front of the tempting light. They should so have a thing. <laughs> they should do, yeah. They but... need to create a thing for it. But our question is this, what have you banned in your house? Yes, because there was a ban in place. I did specifically say, please make sure he does not go anywhere near that Xbox. So what bans are in place? Michelle says chewing gum. My husband is only allowed to have it at work. <laughs> Can't good. stand the stuff or I refuse to have it in the house. In our house, there's not many things banned, but I would say that we have an agreement that we're never going to have TV in our bedroom. I think a TV in your bedroom is bad news. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> Lying in bed watching telly. I don't know, I've never liked it. So we've I've, always said we're going to ban it. I've not got one in the bedroom right now. Would I like to wake up and have that? No, I, I would have it. What's really bad, though, uh, is that we, my nine-year-old daughter's got a telly in her room, so I'll go and watch the NFL in there. <laughs> I'm not allowed to watch anywhere else. So it's kind of, I don't know, not double standards at least. Karen says, nobody may use the special wooden spoon labelled B in our house for anything other than baking. That's, that's quite, weird. That is weird. I was going to say that's the weirdest one yet, but Wu has been on and says that she's banned bananas in their household. Why? What's, what's the problem with bananas? <laughs> what's happened to you? Uh, 8, 12, 15, let us know. We've got Snow Patrol in the jam next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Keith in Watford. Afternoon, Bush and Richie. Banned in the house is the kids' Xbox. When they've been bad, they get an EBO. I love this. An electronics banning order. Love that. Almost sounds like they're tagged. Great term for it. An EBO. Hit your kids with an EBO today and let's know you get on tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, sounds a bit weird. John from Worcester says we've banned iPoos. What's that? This, this entails our nine-year-old daughter taking her iPad into the toilet and it takes her at least 15 minutes longer. Brilliant. Love that Brilliant. term. Loving that term. Uh, and you can give us a bell as well, 033 We've got Vicky on the line. Vicky, what is banned in your house? The TV in the kitchen. Wow. Now, is this a retrospective ban? Has it been in there and been taken out? What's going on there? Uh, it was banned ever since I left my parents' home um, and I've got a place of my own. It was always no TV in the kitchen. We will sit and have a conversation at the table. And, uh, yeah. Do you know what? It reminds me of an initiative that my family tried to get going on a number of occasions. Like, no, we're not sitting here or watching telly and eating our tea and throwing it down our throats. We're going to sit around the table and have a proper conversation. And, and we only managed to do it about three or four times and we're back in front of the telly again. So <laughs> do the kids kick off about it and really don't want to do it, but you make them? No, they're, they're, I mean, it's something they've all, that they've both grown up with, um, but I'm starting to rethink it now. Uh, complaining about school lunches, Husband moans about his day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to hear it almost. You don't want to hear it. It is it, suddenly like, OK, I will sit anything on the TV now, please. <laughs> there you go. The moral in the story, be careful what you ban. <laughs> <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Read a story today that really fried my mind. Uh, Kate Middleton yesterday out and about at her, a royal appearance. Uh, and uh, she was at some kind of charity where she was uh, cooking uh, a pizza outside. So okay. outside pizza. And while she's cooking this pizza, someone casually says to Kate Middleton, does the Queen eat pizza? And mm. Kate Middleton turns around and goes, do you know what? 
I don't know. I'll have to find out. And this has literally blown my mind because of all the time that she's been around the royal family now, it means that she's never seen the Queen eat pizza. Even when they like down tours at Christmas, they go to Balmoral or whatever and they're just chilling yeah. out. There's never a pizza that's been eaten by the Queen. You know, in terms of the Queen eating pizza, and again, like I say, the jury's out, we don't know whether she's eaten it or not. What kind of pizza are you picturing picture her having? Like one that she's put in the oven herself or one that she's ordered in and taken out of the box like a Domino's? <laughs> what are you seeing? I just... I've just got the picture in my head of just like a, a triangle of pizza and the Queen tucking in. I don't know whether it is some kind of Dr Urka uh, yes. that she's just sort of redone. One of those ones where you've got the problem where you take it out of the oven, then it's too big for your breadboard if you want to chop it up. So you then have to waste <laughs> yeah, another plate. Exactly. And do the, yeah. Have you got one of those roller things? That's I have got a roller thing. You need one of those roller things. But here's things. the thing. Nobody knows. We know so much about them. We don't know whether the Queen's ever eaten pizza and it's fried my mind. But you know what? That might just be the tip of the iceberg. And we've got this on our Facebook page at the moment, right? What other little common things, the common delights in life, do you reckon... The Queen has probably never experienced. Uh, well, Ronley has uh, stayed on the food angle here, thinking that she's only getting beans on toast for tea, but then finding out there's little sausages in it. Oh, that is a treat, isn't it? That's Simple a modern, pleasure, yeah. common treat. Billy says winning on a scratch card. Andrew Clinton says finding the exact change for the bus. Thomas says the last-minute goal that wins your accumulator. What a feeling. I dispute that. She loves her horses and yes. all that kind of thing. She's got to have a flutter. She may have an accumulator every now and then. I bet she's got a brilliant, like, code name that she's known as down in the bookies as well. Uh, Mark Gibson says, getting a kill cam on Call of Duty. Fair to say the Queen's probably never got that one before. <laughs> uh, your suggestions on this would be welcome. It's on our Facebook page right now, or drop us a text. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Coldplay's Paradise on Hometime Absolute Radio with Bush and Richie. We've always promised uh, that we will tackle the big issues on this show. So when we read that Kate Middleton is not certain as to whether the Queen has ever eaten pizza before, we will tackle this issue. Yeah, we want to know what little common delights do you think the Queen, because of her status, has never experienced? Okay, the stuff that you and I, the little things in life that if you're a monarch, you're not going to be experiencing that in a million years. And you've got to think this through cleverly because, I mean, I'm not saying that riding the tube in London is a common delight, but you might sort of think to yourself, oh, the Queen's never been on the tube. Yeah. She opened the Victoria line. Exactly. She was in a cab of a train, so she's done that. And we've ruled out the ones suggested earlier on about her never having a flutter or going on an accumulator. Because she likes a bit she of a loves gamble. the racing, yeah. Loves I reckon the racing. Philip's probably got some online account. Uh, Carolyn from Basingstoke has been on to uh, knit together two parts of this show. She says, guys, the Queen probably doesn't eat pizza because she hates garlic. Apparently, referring to what we mentioned earlier on, it's banned from Buckingham Palace. <laughs> That's did, amazing. Did not know that. Didn't know it. Uh, Sean in Stoke-on-Trent, Queen's probably never enjoyed a Jaeger bomb. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I reckon, though, her and, and Philip do maybe like a tipple in the evening, so you, want, you wouldn't want to rule it out. Uh, no name attached to this one. She's never had the thrill of finding a fiver in a jacket pocket when she thought it was just a receipt. Oh, that's brilliant. Obviously, she never carries money, so we do know that is the case. Uh, Mr C says, I bet the Queen's never had a turbo shandy. There's a whole load of these. Uh, a cheeky Vimto. Remember if the, yeah. if the Queen's yeah. had a cheeky Vimto? And Landis says, uh, I need to change this slightly for the radio. She does. She's doubting whether... This is the sanitizer version, she's doubting whether the Queen has ever had to have a wee outside. OK, right. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Russell on Facebook has uh, said breakfast in Weatherspoons. <laughs> oh, my God, I love breakfast in Weatherspoons. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of like... Missing out. You know that white sliced toast that they do in Breakfast in Weatherspoons, but they cut it across the middle? Yeah. And it's slightly, like, limp, but yeah. it's in a good way <laughs> with the butter. She's never experienced that. Uh, Matthew tweets oh. saying, uh, pot noodle. Now, I have to say, I don't, I don't reckon you can rule pot noodle out, because if you see some of the pictures that when, when the Queen's, like, letting a picture out from Balmoral yeah. or even Buckingham Palace, some of those personal quarters, they're quite retro. They are. There's, there's three-bar heaters and everything in there, so you can't rule out a pot noodle. Sometimes when people are really rich, they can, they can end up living quite weird. <laughs> you know, you ever seen the inside of Michael Jackson's house? Yes, like it's true. In ruts, you know, going around on like a, a trike <laughs> to get from room to room. I'm not saying the Queen's got a trike. Oh, my well, God. She, imagine, might she might have a trike. Uh, our producer, Adam, has suggested a, having a pint in the airport before a flight. Good shout. Very good shout from Adam there. Uh, a couple of texts in saying crisp sandwich. She's never had a crisp sandwich. I can't imagine she has a crisp sandwich. I go back to my comment about the three-bar heaters. And here's an interesting one. Elliot in Woking, and we don't have clarification on this, uh, it says the Queen will have never played Monopoly as none of the royal family are allowed to play it. Wow. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Quick clarification for you. Ten minutes ago, we were saying that the, uh, the royal family are not allowed to play Monopoly. We were what is that about? Is this true? Uh, I've, I found an article from 2008 where Prince Andrew was saying, we're not allowed to play Monopoly at home. It gets too vicious. He was talking about a royal Christmas. Wow, so there's no kind of weird, like, bylaw. No, it's just been said, I guess, from the top of the family. Just bad blood during Christmas Day board gaming. There you go. A Interesting. A clarification. Yeah, well, it's interesting to say that. Uh, we do get a lot of correspondence into the show, which we absolutely love. Uh, particularly, I don't know, you always check my phone on the way home on Twitter. Yeah. And we get a lot of people kind of chipping in with stuff there as well. So we thought we would make the whole thing into a brand new pop-up feature, and it's this. Corrections, Corrections and, and clarifications. clarifications. It's quite pertinent because we've discovered uh, a whole inbox where your emails have been coming to us and nobody had told us about it. I know, so can we just apologise first to everyone we've not got back to? We've got an absolute stack of emails here. It's a little bit like finding like some handwritten letters from the Second World War that were never sent. Do you know I what I mean? mean? This has come from Anthony from our first day of broadcasting back in September. Just a message for you both. Bush and Richie have a long and fruitful partnership together. All the best, Anthony from Ormskirk Aerials. Oh, that's like a wedding present that you never received. But it feels so bad that it's been sat there for so long. Uh, what we got here? Richard Wade says, hi Bush and Richie. Firstly, loving new hometime show. You guys are making my afternoons worthwhile. Thanks. Uh, as for the weekends, well, I've started early. I'm working from home today with a cheeky beer in hand. Uh, and then I'm off to the weekend for a game of lawn darts as well. <laughs> that was our first week. First ever week we talked about the mysterious game of lawn darts. So apparently it is a thing. I said I was going to buy some. I still haven't done it yet. Kieran, I'm enjoying the new show. I'm excited you've decided to run a pub quiz. We did. Oh, it was word. about three months ago. Blimey. Uh, but Kieran goes on to uh, offer himself as, uh, as, as a quiz master for the night. He was offering to run it. would have made it all easy. Yeah. Let's pen him in for the next one, because we absolutely <laughs> ruined it. Uh, Gary says, hi guys, I'm one of the medical pitch team at Wembley Stadium, and I worked the other night at the NFL game. It does have a roof oh, which no. retracts. Oh no, this again. But it never fully closes. <laughs> we can't go back there. Uh, this, is, this is corrections and clarifications. <laughs> 
So listen, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're going to, like I said, we're making this a regu- regular feature on the show because you send us in such brilliant stuff, even if you might take a long time to get round to it. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. We know where they go now. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So that's it, us done for another day. Hope you enjoyed the show. You can get in touch in a ton of different ways. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Don't forget, obviously, you can also write to us. You'll need the address to send in those uh, baklavas, baklava, by post. Uh, Send your baklava to... You can't post a cake. You just can't post it. (laughs) Absolute Radio, One Golden Square, London, W1F 9DJ. How long is this campaign going to go on for? Until we receive baklava. Oh, man, please just send it in. Bill Bailey, take us away on keyboards. Thank <laughs> you.